Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Pundit is the football trivia game, ideal for the football head in your life. Every sale of Pundit using the code LIONS at checkout earns you a 10% discount plus a donation for the Lions Food Hub. Visit punditgames.co.uk to order your copy or visit at punditgames on Twitter. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no substitute. Oh dear listeners, welcome to Akdung Millwall. Something for the weekend is slightly later today. Apologies for that. I wasn't around much yesterday. And Neil, my co-confederate here, was not around much yesterday, one way or the other. But big welcome to the man himself, Neil Fisler. How are you doing, Neil? Not too bad, Nick. Not too bad. Bingo cards at the ready. I've got two words to avoid this week. <laughs> two words to avoid. Would they be Kevin and Nisbet? <laughs> By any chance... Nash, gnashing, wailing, grinding of teeth online over the failed um, Kevin Nisbet deal. It would have been a club record deal, Neil. A deal involving up to £2.5 million all in with uh, add-ons and all the bits and pieces you get in modern transfer uh, business. Um, would have been because Kevin Nisbet came down from Hibernian to sign. I mean, this was all go, 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 wasn't it? At one point on, on Thursday, it was deal, deal accepted, money accepted by by Bernians of, uh, of Edinburgh. And then it just went quiet. And I don't know about you, Neil, I, my, my sixth sense started to tell me around about 10 o'clock Friday morning that something was amiss because generally you you, you hear something and um, we weren't hearing much, were we, on this, on this record deal? Yeah, uh, it's a very strange one. I've never known a set of fans to wet themselves so much over uh, not getting a striker. Then they go cold on him when it seems like he's over the line. Then yeah. it's almost euphoric that the deal's fallen through. And uh, I, I, I don't... I share your... Your feelings on it. I think that when Rich Cowley put the call, he put the tweet out. Obviously, everybody knows the club told him to put it out. Mm. You started to think, yeah, this is going to happen. And the way that modern football is, I put a tweet out about it yesterday morning. Why can't they just 
announce a deal because what happens now is players will do the medical, then they'll spend half a day taking photographs, doing memes, slow uh, video, yeah, other social media stuff, all kinds of stuff, an announcement video, and I think a lot of Millwall's deals generally, where they've announced it on a Thursday or say Thursday this week, yeah, when yeah when Rich Corley says that it's happening, you generally find that it'll either be done later that day, uh, but if it's not done later that day, they usually try and get it out unless somebody completely shoots me down early the following morning, 9, 9.30. And it didn't happen. And I got bogged under with some with some history research yesterday morning. And they didn't pay it too much attention. So we're staying off Twitter and Hoff and the usual places. Mm. All of a sudden, the deal's off. I think you sent me a WhatsApp. I did, yeah. And yeah. a friend of mine I used to work with, who's a Hibs fan, sent me a WhatsApp. Because I've been taking the piss out of him for three days. That yeah, the old old star <laughs> striker on football manager, and that we were going to have him for a knockdown price. Uh, I don't buy the argument that he changed his mind. I no, think I don't. I no, that's, that's, I, that's PR. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a load of guff because if you read the Hibs forum, uh. They, there was a percentage of fans that 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 were quite happy that he was going because they perceive him to be uh, a wrong un. I think mm. I think Dan Tools uh, when they turned down the bid from Birmingham, right? And there were and there were another and there were another group that. Blimey, yeah, we surely can do bigger than Millwall, and well, not really because we're bigger than you. Yeah, uh, they said it was a life changing sum of money to and for, for the boy, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the way that deals are structured now, Millwall would have been speaking to his agent undoubtedly, mm. so they would have agreed the terms. Rather than drag him down for talks, which was the old way, the agent yeah. deals with everything now. So they know what we're paying. Yeah, they know the signing on fees, the bonuses, blah, blah, blah. And then it's up to the two clubs to agree the fee. And then they bring him down for a medical. I cannot believe that Millwall uh, are surprised that he failed the medical, to be quite honest. He's just come back from a serious cruciate knee ligament injury. Well, so, just, looking at his, um, just looking at his Wikipedia page, I mean, it's an interesting career that he's got, Kevin Nisbet. Um, he scored freely, Neil. I mean, I, I, I get why he was seen as a prospect. We are, we're not going to sign Mbepe, any listeners out there that are, that are in this kind of delusional world that we can sit at the high rollers table. We are going to be looking for players like Kevin Nisbet, clearly not Kevin this time because of whatever uh, was turned up at the medical. But he's look at his, his scoring record, Neil. It's quite impressive. I mean, and and someone's going to go, oh, the, the Farmers League Division Two or whatever. 
I don't buy that. Any level you're at where you're scoring 29 goals in 34 games or uh, Dunfermline there's got 18 in 25, um, 26 seven, goals for Hibernian. Seven in that, yeah. Since he came back from the injury, and that, that's the crucial part. You've just said it. He, he, he suffered a, a major knee injury, and he's clearly recovered to the level where he can score six, uh, seven goals in 16 uh, appearances. But coincidentally, you know, I was, I was just, just saying off air, I'm just reading on The Athletic. There's a coincidence, pure coincidence. Listen, there's an article about football medicals. And I mean, the, the word medical implies like um, someone puts their hand on your, on, on, your, on your scrotum and tells you to cough. It's a fairly big deal. This, they go into it in some depth. I'm just looking at the images here. They, they're going into scanners. They're going in, they're having their heart um, monitored like you, know, like you would do if you're going into hospital. It, blood tests, you name the test, they go into it. Yeah, when you look on YouTube, there's a very good... It popped up on my feed. Wolves signed a couple of players in the last couple of weeks, and they follow them into the medicals. Yeah, yeah, but these are full blown scans, head to toe. Absolutely, you're wired up like you're in hospital for an operation. I mean, mean, I'll just read. Just reading this, the professor of med, uh, uh, professor Barty, professor Malhotra doing this. This is one up north somewhere, but it's going to be the same down here. You're wired up like when you're going in for heart surgery or, or whatever, major stuff. They're going to produce a report. And what was interesting, the point that I'm trying to um, trying to bring us to is that they do a full test on a player because obviously from the buying club's point of view, you, you it's like taking out um, a survey when you buy a house. No, you need, you do, you're investing probably a, on a personal level, you know, the biggest sum of money you'll ever invest in, in anything. So you need to know what you're buying into. And, you know, um, from the Millwall perspective, we're, we're possibly into this for two and a half million pounds. They do need to do a full report. And that's what's been done, I believe. I mean, the club are saying that he decided against the move, but I, I don't buy that. I don't believe that like yourself. I think it's something has turned up. Almost, cert- the, almost certainly the knee. Um, is, um, you know, and, and there's a risk. It's a risk equation because the, um, the medicine centre uh, give a report to the club and then it's up to them whether they want to proceed with the investment um, balanced against the risk. And if you're talking about two and a half million quid, you've got to be pretty certain you're not buying a dud. And if that if those numbers don't check out, then hard as it is, as frustrating as it is, there's only one outcome. That's where we've got to with this. The, the, the deal fell apart on, well, yesterday it came out, didn't it? During the daytime. So I, I don't think you can knock the club. I mean, you, you see all sorts of nonsense online, Neil, and people you know, saying we should take a chance. We can't take a chance when... You know the player is potentially going to pull up, and you know we're then what two and a half million quid, or one point whatever million quid down, and you know it's not our money, is it? It's somebody else's money that you're gambling with. So I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't knock the decision personally. Yeah, but the point is that the medicals probably f- for an insurance point of view, every player's yeah. insurance. Yeah, and these medicals they go through every injury that the players had, yeah. they go through the lot, yeah, and they want to get him insured. In the old days, they would probably have just waved it through, yeah, yeah, but can he run? Yes, <laughs> yeah, but is he over the injury? Well, he appears to be. Oh, well, we'll just wave it through, but now. Insurance companies want to go into the ins and outs of the cat's arsehole, don't they? Yeah, but have you ever tried claiming 
on your insurance. What do yeah. they, they want, don't they? But I think that I think there's an element of Millwall's fans that can't wait for us to fail, whether it be a signing, uh, Gary Rowett, anything. Uh, mm. Sausage stand outside the ground. <laughs> you, you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah? No, I, I do. I think some some seem to take a certain twisted pleasure in the club failing. I don't know what it is. I mean, it, it, I, I sum that up in the phrase, same old Millwall. You know, well, what's the same old Millwall? I mean, yes, we, we have gone out on a limb with transfers in recent years. Some of them really haven't worked out. John Daddy Badvarsson was an expensive player. So was Jury Scalak. These, these turned out to be... Uh, playing, uh, you know, they, they were they, they were playing duds. So I'm trying to think of a better way to put it. Um, yeah, and, and we've wasted money. I, I, I don't have a problem with two things. One is the the club attempting not to waste its money, Neil, and the other is trying to get a good deal. If you're if you're buying a risky player, then of course the price comes down. Of course it does. Who you know what 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 world do we live in where we just say, oh well. The house is now worth um, two hundred thousand, but let's pay a million for it because we're we're what we we, we want that house no matter what. Um, it doesn't work like that, so I don't have a problem with the club being business minded. That's really where we have that. The same old Millwall thing is that we we haven't been business minded enough in the past. So I don't, you know, it's frustrating. Of course, it's frustrating. You know, it, the, the the boy can clearly score goals. He clearly knows where the back of the net is. He looks like a prospect. But if he if we sign him and he pulls up after a few games, then what's the point? Um, so I, you know, was that I saw a picture of him arriving back in the airport. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. The size of that suitcase was not an overnight bag. No, no, he's yeah? come down to stay. Yeah, I've All got it here. Suitcase. Yeah, I do not buy the PR guff. That he's come back to uh, that he's actually changed his mind to stay at Hibs. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, but they were talking about life changing amounts of money. Yeah, yeah he would yeah. not come down to London, uh, had a look around wherever Millwall put the players up these days, yeah. Canary Wharf or Blackheath or whatever. Yeah, quite nice areas. It's not like they put him up in a B and B around the corner from the den, is it? No, yep. no, no. Cold Blow Lane, no. Hunsden Road, Castles, or with bloody, or yeah, well, we've given him the room above the Millwall Calf that used to be the knockage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we put him up in a decent hotel. Yeah, there's no way he's come down and thought, oh, actually, I don't fancy that. It's absolute bollocks. No, no. I mean, that's that's a that's a means to an end, isn't it? I mean, no one wants to say the boy failed his medical. No, it's not in his interest. Not in his his own career interest. Yeah, but also he has to go back to a club where where a large percentage of the fans were ready to chase him out of town if he hadn't a bloody yeah. So there's a bit of PR there, but it. Also wouldn't surprise me if Millwall were using this as a negotiation tactic. Yeah. I don't know if we can cast mm. our minds back. But mm. Bart failed medical. Well he did, he? yeah, he did. And there was an on off on off period with him, wasn't there? Yeah. That became a loan move. And some clubs do use the failed the medical excuse 
to lower the You are devious. You are devious, Fistler, aren't you? That's 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 an interesting. Yeah, I'm not being funny. I know how it works. I've been around football and sport for long enough in my life to know how it works. Yeah, and clubs will use that as an excuse to bring or to change the goalposts of the deal. Now then, it might not work with Hibs because they were pretty reluctant to let us have him in the first place, weren't they? Well, he's a goal scorer, which is valuable. Yeah, Um, yeah, very valuable commodity. So where does it leave Millwall now? Uh, the transfer deadline is on Tuesday, I think it is, isn't it? Tuesday, Tuesday 31st, late, late night. It's normally up to 11, but you've got to get moving on that yeah. to, to, to get get it closed before the closing of the deadline. But, yeah, I mean, where it leaves us, I've just made a note to myself, where does it leave us? It leaves us with Tom Bradshaw at the moment as our uh, really sole striker. I mean, um, there's an article I found here, Neil, on, on I think this is News at Den, actually, but Gary Rowett says that, this is a direct uh, quote from the piece, Gary Rowett doesn't believe that Andreas Vogelsammer will be the answer to Millwall's depth up front. Um, he sees him as a versatile player, but he's not the answer. Well, I thought, <laughs> talk about build build up your man, you know. Um, yeah, well, so anyway. Yeah, yeah, but if Gary wants to motivate him like that, honestly, <laughs> yeah, well, failing that, it's Abdul Malik, but he's putting... Probably won't play him. So, oh, mate, it, it's a total mess. I can believe he was after Jamal Lowe. I mm. can believe he's been after other players. And for whatever reason, we all know we're not going to be first choice for some of these players. I don't know why, because we're pushing for the Premier League. <laughs> well, I mean, that so, would have been, I mean, just, just going back to Nisbet, I mean, Nisbet seems, I mean, that I hadn't thought of the angle you've just said, so we'll we'll see. Well, there's still still time to go in the in the window. We'll see how this story unfolds if it unfolds. Um, but I mean, from the from the Nisbet point of view, and for others, you know, yes, we may not be everyone's first choice. We're not Paris Saint Germain and the glam, but we 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 are in with a shout and a sniff of Premier League football. This would have been a great shop window for Kevin Nisbet and for players at that level. This is this is where this is our selling point, isn't it? That we you know, we provide a platform to, and Zian Fleming is doing this now because, you know, he's drawing interest from other clubs, as he will, possibly European interest, who knows? But this is what this is what we can be and this is this is the selling point. So we'll see. I mean at the moment, no, we're we're up a bit of a we're in a pickle, we're up a gun tree or whatever metaphors I want to mix here, because we have no Isaac Alofi anymore and Bennick's gone to Dubai. So we really do, it seems, and if Gary Rowett doesn't see Andreas as the answer, then it's just Dear old Tom Bradshaw, um, who's our second second highest scorer behind Zian Fleming. So it, we're in a pickle at the moment, I think, unless action takes place in the next how was that seventy two hours? Is it till till uh, the thirty first? Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, we, that much remains. We're not privy to any inside info on this show, listeners. I had a great exchange with someone on um, on Twitter who said it, what I said was conjecture. We, we built the whole show out of conjecture and innuendo and baseless opinion, Neil, don't we? So that's, that's what we do, mate, don't we, on this show? We have, we have no inside track to anything, but it remains to be seen. Um, Aldo's going to have to earn his corn for the next uh, three days, I think. It would be very interesting to know how far that... 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And the list is, I know we, well, we mentioned it on the last show, didn't we? The, the Aldo's got a list of targets. All manager lists. <laughs> Yeah, and if he, if he pulls out plum, we're gonna to have to eat our words. You know that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, but it depends how far he's having to go down. And yeah, well, I know there'll be PR nonsense and that, but the clock is ticking. Yeah? Is. We mentioned it. We mentioned, or well, I mentioned it last week. I know that Harry will be having a stroke at this, but <laughs> it makes the decision to let Benicophobe go before yeah. we and- got. Elsin and, and Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, as um, I, I don't understand more, that. It, it, it's looking, in some ways, we praise Millwall mm. for, yeah, well, that's a nice gift for Aldo getting a medal mm. ready for, yeah, for pulling off the signing of a Scottish international. Mm. <laughs> and then, yeah. um, but, uh, but then on the other hand, we've, we've weakened ourselves to the extent that we've got Tom Bradshaw. Yeah. If he gets injured, we've it's either Vogel got a, or Vogel slam or the BFG that yeah. Gary Rabbit is motivated by saying that he isn't the answer up front. Honestly. Don't just, ask me. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, much it, there's much drama yet to unfold in this story, of course. But, yeah, this um, has all the of a panic signing. Yeah, we're going to get, like Luke Freeman last year, Yeah, and I still maintain that Luke Freeman was an absolute panic. That's uh, how it worked out to be, wasn't it? It, was, it, was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. We've been linked with Lyle Taylor. Is it like, yeah, the former... Lyle Taylor. Former, he was an ex-Millwall player, wasn't he? Was back in his younger days, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I think he started. He started his. He's been around the block a few times, so I mean, I, I don't know. It's gonna we're gonna finish up with somebody because we need to have somebody. If it's it, you can't really expect um, Tom Bradshaw to lead the line in the remaining what was it twenty odd games? I haven't got the, the league table on me, but about twenty odd games left in the season, twenty one possibly. 
Um, so we're going to need some something, um, and we're going to need to do it quickly. Um, the great point, I'm just looking at some tweets that I've, I've picked out here. Now, this is one from JP Millwall. Uh, he, he says, gentle reminder, we're far more desperate for wingers than strikers. Vag, vag slammer, he calls him. Vag slammer can play up front, and so can Bradshaw. Um, our wingers are cat piss, bar Bennett, who is made of papier-mâché. And I, what I do admire, JP, is that, that you've got the word, the expression cat's piss, uh, but then in the French, papier-mâché, which has the little um, accent on the E and also the little hat over the A in French. And I, I, I admire that attention yeah, to know, detail, Neil. Yeah, but he's actually, yeah, no, he's, actually, yeah no, but he's actually gone onto Google, not sure how to spell it and has cut and pasted it or copied and put it in. I do it. Yeah, well, I do it if I'm not sure of the spelling of the name. Secrets of the journalistic trade are being revealed left, right and centre. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Wikipedia, and you find out the spelling and you copy and, and paste it, don't you? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I agree about wingers because I think we've got uh, we've got Roman yeah. Essay. Yeah, so we've got the, the enigma that is Tyler. I mean, you know, uh, he's injured yeah. at the moment. I know. Tyler, we've got Mason Bennett that can play out there. We've got the BFG. Okay, I'd like one. But I would have thought that striker is is number one. Is going well, it's because if uh, yeah, if Bradshaw was to get injured and and the BFG was to get injured, then we're going to do a Chelsea. Are we, are we going to play? Uh, yeah, we're not going to play any strikers. Yeah, we could try playing Creswell up front, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's our third highest uh, scorer, so so there may be an argument for that. Cresswell up front, give us a bit of height, I don't know. Um, incidentally, shout out to Le, Le Picard. That was the chap who picked me up on Conjecture earlier on. Another French, uh, Papier-Mâché, we've gone from that to Le Picard. Um, he's asking any ideas who we may panic by now. I think Lyle Taylor is probably um, the, the most panicky buy I can think of. Straight off the top of my head, or other than that, we make another move for Troy Parrott or the Hoff. Maybe, uh, maybe like we're going down those roads again. I don't know. Bring you back Jimmy Scalak now. <laughs> yeah, well, Parrot, Parrot, so uh, it's Parrot at MK Dons or somewhere. It's an MK Dons. I, I don't think he's, he's, I saw him scoring the other day. I mean, I don't know that he's scoring freely. I haven't really kept a, a tab on his career since him. Two or three years right? old, and so <laughs> is he. Is he going to be? Know. Maybe we'll but... make a move for Troy. I don't know. We've got another one here from Phil. This is a this is an interesting point. Phil Clark. Um, he says, as grim as this window is looking, it's really a culmination of poor recruitment for eight plus transfer windows. The last striker we signed on a permanent deal who can be considered to have any long had any long term impact is Tom Bradshaw coming up to five years ago, which uh, Phil says says it all. Um, I mean, we've. we've Strikers are the gold dust of the transfer world, Neil, aren't they? I mean, it's it's easy to knock, but unless you're going to be paying big, you're really talking about finding undiscovered or the the diamonds in the roughers. I can't remember which manager that I think it was Mark McGee had that as his uh, oyster resigns in the fire, wasn't it? Um, but anyway, it's a cliche. Um, yeah, draw them. It's not easy. Point. This is not easy. You know, it's it's easily said, but it's not easy to do, is it? To find. Good goal scoring forwards, um, at a price that we can afford. So, and what um, we're also getting is we only play one up front. We don't play we do. two, so yeah. we don't need. So we don't need an excess of strikers, do we? 
to be quite honest. I take Phil's point, but but we haven't needed them until now, really, because we bought in we bought in Benekophobia at the start of last season. And to be fair, he did he did fairly well for us last year, I thought. He last year he did. He wasn't he wasn't on his game this year. I think he was carrying an injury and, no, I and think, all the rest you know, of it. I think that knee injuries affected him a lot more than than yeah. people let on. But we are woefully short. And, and it does make a mockery of the fact that we've let two go. You've normally yeah, that's, the, that's the bit I don't get. I don't get that. Um, the club in position, they want to strengthen, not weaken the squad. And it, it, it just appears that, we, that we've approached this wrong. I'd be very interested in an explanation in English that we could understand. Uh, as to why they went about this and not just the normal management football type speak of of everybody's on a journey, we've had irons in the fire and uh, these well, things just happen. With Benick and, and Isaac, Neil, I mean, the thing, I mean, I, I, anyone can make a, a mistake in this life. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not, not naive on that, but we, we did yeah. let both, both strikers go ahead of two fairly crucial games. One was the trip to Middlesbrough. And then the other, obviously, was the win that we had last week at Cardiff. But, you know, to, to leave yourself short during the tra- transfer window, OK, we know that we don't have a game this week, 28th of, uh, of Jan. But I don't know why we, we handicapped ourselves for those two trips. Um, will we ever get an explanation? No, no, we won't. We all know we won't. But I, I, I do take that point. It's It does seem rather uh, naive to, have, to yeah. have done that. I'm just looking at um, it's a good um, chart. Big shout out to uh, Millwall Fourth Generation. He's done two charts here. Um, best defence in the ch- uh, goals conceded. So we're actually third in this league table of goals conceded behind the top two sides, Sheffield United and Burnley. We're in third spot with 27. So with a, a team, as we all know, built on defence. Um, goals scored, we are 11th. So we are falling well short of. Um, goal scored, hence the desire and need for a striker. Um, we'll see. We'll see um, whether whether the, whether this um, Nisbet thing will, uh, is done, or whether it may be something more um, deeper than that. Who knows? We'll we'll wait to see. Um, a failure to get a striker in this window will be an absolute disaster. And well, it will be. It will be. When you look at those numbers there, yeah, I agree. You're not one to, you're one of these lack of ambition merchants that are knocking around. But I think you would seriously have to question our desire to push on for promotion. I think I'd have to question our competence in the business. I mean, you know, I don't claim to be a, yeah. an expert. No, no, but... I, think, I, think you're, I think you're exactly right there. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's in and around the playoffs. It is nothing short of incompetence if we end up with a panic signing. So we'll well, when it. you consider consider the sums of money at stake, anyway, we, we've made that point. Some good news this week: um, the club posted that Jules Long, Bartosz Bielkowski, and Connell Truman uh, must be the uh, the third choice goalkeeper have all signed new contracts. So goalkeeping wise, we seem to be. To be set, I presume that it's going to be in that order. Long as now number one, Bart very much as seen as number two, and Connell as a uh, stopgap if any of the two 
main keepers fall fall the uh, you know fall short of the fall ill or whatever. So some good news. Um, otherwise, Neil, the other main thing that we were just talking about off air was that the the government are talking about passing the much vaunted, much discussed, seemingly endless fans charter. That seems to be something that's imminent now in in in, um, in Westminster. I do know it's got cross party support, so that should help its course to. Um, you know, to be brought into when it will apply from is, is is the next step, but it does seem to be imminent, doesn't it? Yeah, I think there's a major push from Tracy Crouch and mm. one or two others. I know Kieran Maguire on the price of football is forever going on about it. Uh, I think there's been a lot of to and froing between the Premier League and and the FA, the EFL, uh, yeah, yeah. The EFL, I think Premier League clubs are, are pushing against a lot of what's planned. It'll be interesting to see what the actual legislation looks like. I think it's pie in the sky to think that it'll all be adopted. Carte hmm. uh, blanche, uh, some kind of reform is needed, I think, that to give fans veto on certain things I don't know <laughs> it, pardon me thinks it's a great idea but then but then and I think this is a business and you can't progress wise would we if it became impossible for Millwall to stay in Bermondsey I'm just using this as an instance mm. Or, or yeah, as an example, because we're obviously Millwall fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to move. We would be able to veto that. Though I, I guess the Lions Trust would be able to veto it. But if it meant Millwall staying in business, yeah, uh, what are you vetoing? This is this is this is the essence of it. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, okay, you've got MK Dons. They could have uh, they could have vetoed MK Dons moving or Wimbledon moving to MK Dons. But if MK, but if AFC Wimbledon fans put as much effort into saving the club in South East London as they have to mm, to rebuilding it, yeah, to actually rebuilding it, there wouldn't have been a need for them to move. Some of the stuff is great. Some of it is pie in the sky and I fear that a lot of it will just be Premier League, Premier League, Premier League uh, like a cap on ticket prices for away fans which I think is bought into the Premier League but in the Championship we can still be ripped off for 40 quid and Yeah, games. just paid th- th- 36 I think it was for QPR got a ticket today, came through um, yeah, I, I, I take all of that actually. Um, I, I think sometimes the, the essence of what you really want or what you should really want, you, you really don't want your club to be overreaching itself above and beyond what it's capable of, of being. So you need it to be the awful word sustainable. I don't really like the word, but the idea that you you can you pay for yourself, you can continue. You, you know, you have good years, you'll have bad years on the pitch, but you want fundamentally for your club. Millwall, in our case, to be hopefully here for many, many years yet to come. Um, 
and that doesn't always lend itself well to glory days and to signing marquee players at great wages and you know overstretching yourself as many many clubs have done you see the evidence of that through the leagues when you look down at the lower divisions um yeah i mean the lions trust is very close to being able to take on paid members soon so um we'll be keep we'll keep a you know everyone informed on that front um as far as um as far as it's it's concerned. I mean, the actual day-by-day work of something like the Lions Trust isn't actually that. It's not going to be that busy. It's it's there for crisis moments, and we've been really, really lucky. We've said it many, many times. I'm going to say it again. I make no apologies to have had John Berylson. Um, not every club is that lucky, Neil. I mean, you know, football and, and rugby union and rugby league and, and many other sports are replete with mismanagement, um, clubs chasing the dream, as the cliche has it, and it leads you down um, the road that the likes of Scunthorpe United are seeing now, uh, near bottom of the National League and heading into oblivion, you know. So we've been lucky. We, we can't always expect to be lucky. You do need to have some form of fan organisation. For the most part, you hope it's never, ever going to be needed or it never has to do anything, but it's there in case... The club fell to pieces, or if there was some desire to uh, radically change it into something way beyond what it's, uh, you know, the mill that we all know and love. Um, but yeah, on the Lions Trust, we are close now to be able to make an announcement soon that we can take paid members. We will then be hoping to get a chairman, um, which the membership will vote for, and yeah, it will be a. Okay. <laughs> A democratic organisation which reflects the views and stances of its members. And I think that, at the end of the day, is all you can aspire to. There we are, Neil. When we started out this show, I wondered how long I could talk about Kevin Nisbet and related matters. We've got to 36 minutes. That's not bad going, mate, is it? Yeah, no, considering we're just talking about nonsense, really, aren't we? And uh, Conjecture. and all kinds of stuff it's just that obviously we couldn't record yesterday you were busy no that wasn't about much and then there wasn't an awful lot and then you messaged me this morning i've been working actually i've been writing you know the gossip god's not been looking favorably upon me this week so i've had to do a bit for a change, hard <laughs> 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 work for twenty four hours, but this I is a show actually, and it's a, yeah, just a way of us as passing the time and giving our views on the mill. Then, yeah. Exactly. Um, I think I think probably the way I close. I think the way I close it is um, what Corporal Jones should say: "Don't panic." I mean, the worst way this goes is that we let a good chance to get promoted, get past us. I mean, that that is that is a it's not a tragedy. Tragedies, uh, Richie Benno, famous quote: "Is tragedies are when ships sink and you know uh, earthquakes happen. Those are tragedies. This is just basically um, you know it's, it's it's both important, and trivial in one. You know, if we if if we if we come through this and we're still in with a shout of Premier League football as we were last season, going into the last few games of the season." then we'll have done well. So let's see what the next 72 hours bring up. There may yet be twists and turns. Um, I haven't got a clue who we might sign. Um, anyway, p- people tap me up sometimes asking if I've got any inside information. No, I don't have any inside information. <laughs> I'm yeah, not mate. in the know, Neil. 
Yeah, well, I don't think that Aldo and Gary Rowett know who we're going to sign. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. I think you could be right. I think you could be right. Um, I'll be playing football manager all weekend to see who can. Uh, <laughs> you ever see who's going to score? Sorry, Alex, I, I just couldn't actually resist the football manager. We couldn't resist it. Football, no, there we are. that was the bingo. That was the bingo moment. Thirty-nine minutes in, we, we finally mentioned football manager. But one thing, we are going to record the the Sunday history. Yeah, we'll do that separately though. That was wouldn't have fitted into this at all. Um, yeah, no, we'll do that another day. Yeah, we haven't forgotten about it. We haven't forgotten. I promise, but. It's been a bit busy, and and this just seemed like a good way of getting a shot this weekend, Absolutely. really. Big shout-out to Dean Vazic, who asked if I was doing a show yesterday. I couldn't get it done yesterday, but it's nice to know that people want to listen to whatever nonsense Neil and I can come out with, so um, hopefully we'll fulfil <laughs> that that uh, <laughs> that desire in your uh, shout-out to Dean, Dean Vazic. Anyway, there we are. Big thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time out, mate. I appreciate it. Yeah, cheers, Nick, for the vote of confidence, Dean. Here you go, mate. Yeah, we've spent nearly 40 minutes talking absolute bollocks for your pleasure. And big thank you to Gary Rowett for his man motivational skills from Andreas Vogelsang. I've got a little note popped up on this. (laughs) I didn't really. (laughs) Arriva Dirty Mill. Bye for now. Achtung, Millwall. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.